we are repentant. We are grateful. We are redeemed. We are prayerful. We are First Baptist Church.
welcome to worship this morning. As we begin, we've already begun. We come in recognition that God is already at work. We come in response to Him, thanking Him for His goodness, His presence. We just acknowledge the fact that He's already here. So as we gather together in song, in word, let's align our hearts with all of that, shall we? Let's begin also with Scripture, 1 Peter 1, 6-9. Follow along as I read this and get your hearts heavenward. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, so that the proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, obtaining as the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls. Is your joy inexpressible this morning? It should be. We'll find ways to do our very best to express the, our joy and the love that we have for the Father. And one of the ways that we do that is through corporate worship. And I'm so glad for that. Let's take your hymnals, everybody. Hymn 217. Oh, how I love Jesus. Stand up. Would you tell everyone good morning and welcome to worship?
Amen. What sweet fellowship. Welcome to First Baptist Church. We are glad that you are here with us this morning. If you are a guest, we'd love to get to know you and get to know your name. The way we do that are in these uh, cards. should be in the pew back in front of you. We'd love for you to fill that out and put that in the offering plate at the end of the service. In our, our reverse text for this week that we read together all week long, it ends with a beautiful sentiment, a call to overflowing with gratitude. So we ask you this morning, I want you to participate with me this morning, and I'm, I'm going to ask you some questions, and I want you to respond back with me. All right, so when, when I ask you a question, I, I just want you to respond. If you affirm that, say amen. Amen. Okay. All right. You with me? All right. Are you grateful to be in worship this morning? Amen. Are you grateful to live in a place where we can do this freely? Amen. Are you grateful to have sweet brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ? Amen. Are you grateful that we have the gospel that is here for us this morning? Amen. Amen. I am too. I'm grateful. And may we overflow with gratitude in this place this morning. Let's pray together. Lord, we come to you knowing of, of your generous spirit. Lord, knowing of your, your holiness. And Lord, how you have called us, nurtured us. Lord, we, we thank you. We, we look up this morning and we praise your holy name because you alone are good. That when we didn't deserve it, while we, were, while we were still enemies, you sent your son to the cross on our behalf. And we are forever grateful. And we will sing from this day forward of your goodness and your holiness. Your praise and thanksgiving forever on our lips. And we pray that this morning would be full representation of that. Lord, at this time we would overflow with thankfulness for all of your goodness. It's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Flowing with gratitude. Man, I love that text. Since the pastor can instruct you how to respond, let me just continue. <clears throat> Every few months I get an email, I do, or Pastor uh, Chris gets an email, just people stressed out about how to respond in worship. Man, they clapped in that church. Can you believe it? And I know we've all come from different places and different traditions, and sometimes you come from a church that doesn't respond that way because it, it feels a whole lot like it's being entertainment. And let it be far from me, friends. We, we are not here to entertain you. Amen? But there are times that you just need to respond. And so let me just ask you this. I want you to be genuine in your response to the Lord today. You're never responding to me. You're never responding to the, the worship ministry. You're always responding to the Lord. And sometimes that is to sit there and just marvel at His goodness. Sometimes that is just to hold your breath. And sometimes it's to shout amen. But whatever we do, let us be a church that is marked by our genuine response to who Jesus is. Amen? Amen. 
I'm going to read some scripture now. Psalm 1, 1 through 3. It's a beautiful text as we talk about walking with the Lord today. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree firmly planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers. I'm grateful for the word of the Lord. Let's continue to sing of, of our, our love of the word. Let's take hymn 262, Word of God Across the Ages. Stand together as we sing. Come on down. Come meet me right down here. Good morning. And we welcome all those watching by TV this morning. We're grateful that you are a part of our congregation and that you're with us today. Come on down, everybody. I've got a couple questions I want to ask you all this morning. 
going to ask, ask the question. question. You, 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 don't, you don't have to raise your hand for these. Y'all can just kind of say them out. And I'll try to define some of what you say as we, we say these out, okay? So this morning, first, I want to ask you, can you tell me something that is really slow? What is some A snail? What else? A turtle? What? A sloth? What else? You're, You're going to say, say sloth, too? What else? What else is really slow? Snakes. Snakes are pretty slow. I guess they can be slow. Yeah, what else? What, what else do you think? think? Yeah, you can say, say Slugs are slow. Yeah, what else? Puppies are slow. Yeah. Tortoise. Yeah, all of these. Good. What else? The giant tortoises. Yeah, okay. Well, let's, let's pause there. All of those things are really slow. I'm glad you all you chose a bunch of animals there, too. That's good. Are chameleons slow, too? Maybe, maybe they are kind of slow. I don't know my, the chameleon speed. All right, let, 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 me ask you one, let me ask you the next question. All right, so tell me something that's really fast. A horse, a cheetah, what over here? A, a lion? A tiger? Cheetah? Cheetah? Sharks? Ostri are ostriches fast? Oh, good. Roadrunners, good. What, what else? Just say... A person, a bug, oh, and y'all are really fast. Oh, that's good. A car, oh, I heard something that wasn't an animal. A, a, a jackrabbit, a car, what, what, what else? God is really fast. He can be, right? He's fast. That, that's, that's always the right way to answer these questions, right? It was God is the answer. Are pigs fast? Oh, well, pigs are fast too. All right, now I want you to listen. So in the sermon today, I want you to listen for something. Today we're talking about kind of fast and slow in the sermon today. I want you to listen for it because some of us kind of respond in different ways where, where Jesus reaches down to us and calls us to follow him and walk with him. Sometimes we get kind of lazy and we get real slow and we, we're kind of slow to respond to him. So we're kind of like the slug, we're kind of like the sloth, all those kinds of things. But then there's other times where, where Jesus has called us and, and wants us to, to come with him and follow him. And then we run off and we run off really fast and we run ahead of Jesus. And we get way ahead of him. And so this morning I want you to listen in the sermon of, of what's like... When, when we, we kind of, when we were right with Jesus, we're, we're not, not running way ahead of Him. We're, we're not getting slow and staying way behind Him. So, so we're not like a slug, and we're not like a cheetah or anything else. Yeah, well, yeah, like the fast on the fast side, right? We don't we don't go real slow behind Him. We don't speed up way ahead of Him, but we walk with Jesus. Okay, so I want you to listen for how we do that in the sermon today. Okay, that we get in right with Him, not ahead of Him, not behind Him. But right with Jesus Christ. Okay, let's pray and we'll, we'll get to the rest of this worship. Lord, we thank you for this time together. Lord, we pray that you would help us to, to walk in you and only with you. Lord, help us to see your hand and be with you alone. It's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Thank you. Okay, okay, I'm going to edit what I just said earlier. Just, just respond, respond like, like the children. children. <laughs> That's awesome. Free, real. Rooted in Him and established in the faith. That's what we've been reading all week long. Rooted in Him, established in the faith. We are God's people. And that we need to be defined by, by that very thing, that we are rooted in, in Jesus Christ. 
So let's continue to worship, and I put two hymns together here. Now, I've done a, 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 a good thing here. put them right back to back, 383 and 384. We're going to sing these together. We are God's people and the bond of love. So if you'll stand together, let's, let's sing these together.
you would, find your listening sheet, your bulletin, looks like this. Pull that out together. We're going to read Colossians 2, 1 through 7 together. So let us stand and let us read. This, then, is the text for today. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have on your behalf and for those who are at Laodicea and for all those who have not personally seen my face, that their hearts may be encouraged, having been knit together in love and attaining to all the wealth that comes from the full assurance of understanding resulting in a true knowledge of God's mystery, that is, Christ himself, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this so that no one will delude you with persuasive argument. For even though I am absent in body, nevertheless I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good discipline and the stability of your faith in Christ. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. May God bless the reading of his word. When you receive... Jesus Christ as your Lord. This is how verse 6 begins. That's where we'll focus in this morning. When you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, there is a change in behavior. Receiving Christ means receiving His way of life, a new way, a holy way that looks different from your previous selfishness. It's a new way that looks different from the ways of the world. Now, this is where so many of us get into trouble. We say that we believe Jesus Christ, but there's some kind of disconnect. Because we say that we believe, but there's no change in behavior. There's no difference from the world. We say that we believe, but our conduct never changes. But Jesus tells us all throughout the scriptures that those who believe in him obey him. Obey him. So what abide means. Jesus says, you're going to abide in me. Jesus says, those that love me obey my commandments. When, when we believe him, we obey him. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you will walk with him everywhere. Everywhere that Jesus Christ walks, you will walk. If you're walking with Jesus and he picks up a flower, you will pick up a flower. If you're walking with Jesus and he walks on water, you will follow him. In a moment of faith, you will walk as Jesus walks. Now, this seems impossible, though, doesn't it? How in the world could that happen in our lives? How could that happen in me? How could I be called to walk in Jesus? As verse 6 says, Colossians 2, verse 6, Therefore, as you receive Christ, Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. 
Another way scripture describes us coming to our God is as little babies. We have been reborn and we are babies in Christ. We're infants who need to learn to walk. You know, so many of us are like a little baby that just falls on our head. We're sitting there and we just kind of topple over. And our Jesus takes us by the hand. And helps, helps us learn, learn to walk. Helps, helps us take our first steps. Now, now the, the deal is, is some of us, though, act like hard-headed little babies. babies as though we refuse to get up and move our legs in the right direction. We're either afraid of falling or comfortable sitting in our own inabilities. You know, in 2012, there was a study that appeared in the Journal of Psychological Science by Karen Adolph of NYU. She was studying little babies as they began to walk. And there's some amazing results as, as these little babies began to, to learn to walk, even as their parents held their hands and tried to help them up and help them along. Those little babies, on average, were falling 17 times an hour. In fact, there was one poor little baby that in this study, they were saying, this one little baby fell 69 times an hour. That's falling over once a minute. That poor little baby. And you know, as parents, we cringe because we know that's a lot of bruises. That could be 69 bruises on that baby. And an hour. Sometimes we're so scared of falling that we're incapacitated. We're so, so afraid, afraid that we'll fall flat on our face that we, we refuse, refuse to follow Jesus Christ anywhere. anywhere. We, we won't obey even the smallest things. things. We, we won't take baby steps. steps. Even, even some baby step, step like, like, like a daily, daily prayer, prayer, offering kindness to someone, someone a, kind a kind word to someone, someone reading your scripture without anybody telling you to do so. Even little baby steps. We're so afraid of falling, we make no changes in our life for Jesus. But let me assure you that even like that little one that fell 69 times an hour, that even when you come to Christ, you're, you're going to fall. And when you do, Jesus Christ is there to take your hand and help you up. And when you fall again, he's, he's there to, to take your hand and to pick you up and walk with you. Don't, don't, don't we know, know how, how this works? works? That just a baby step forward. That's, that's our trust. That's, that's, that's our faith in Jesus. That he's, he's there with us and in us, helping us move forward day in and day out to catch us when, when we fall. Even all those little babies in the study, as they were learning to walk and they grab, grab a hold of their mom or, or they grab a hold to the couch or a piece of furniture. Even most of the time, even most of them were just taking one little step. One little baby step forward. Another little baby step forward. Jesus is just grabbing us by the hand and helping us take one little step of obedience. Can you take one tiny step of obedience with me this week? Can you attempt one step with Jesus Christ this week? You see, when, when we, we come into Jesus Christ and, and we begin to even just take baby steps with him, 
filled with joy, and he blesses those steps of obedience. When we take those initial baby steps with him, he blesses us and smiles as a proud father. It's even like like some, some of the ways that we have been praying in time for teaching. teaching. We've been and on, on our knees saying, God, help us to, sh to show us, show us the way forward. Show, show us the next step. Lord, take us by the hand and help us to see what's next. And we've been praying for God to, to open our eyes. Show us a Zacchaeus. Show us an Ethiopian. Help us to have the, the faith and the courage to initiate a conversation. And just, just try it. Take a baby step for Jesus' sake. And initiate a conversation and see how God blesses it. Bless you and love on you. You know, this is, this is where most of us still are right now. We're, we're little babies in the faith with our behinds on the floor. Our miniature minds trying to work out if it's worth it to walk. And I guarantee you it's worth it to walk. Colossians 2.6. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. You know, the next difficulty that we face, once we find our balance, our, our miniature minds begin to think that we're Superman. And all of a sudden, we attempt to run the steeplechase out on our own. You know, this is the Olympic event where you, you run nearly two miles around the track and there'll be hurdles in the way and, and there'll be a hurdle that has a pit of water behind it and you have to jump over that and run through that. You see, with a rush of confidence that, that comes from taking our first steps, we immediately think we have the capability to outrun Olympians. It's not true, but walking in Jesus... And you, and you, you stay, stay with, with Jesus, Jesus all the way. And here, here's why. You, you stay with Jesus and you stay in Jesus. You don't, you don't lag behind. You don't run ahead. Because there are people out there who put hurdles in our way. We don't even have to go looking for them. You think back when Jesus was walking on this earth. There were all kinds of people who opposed him. There were religious leaders. There were politicians. There were people who wanted more sold out Jesus shows. There were all these groups of people that were surrounding Jesus and coming in on Jesus who were not happy with who he was. They were not happy with what they were seeing and who he was becoming. They wanted Jesus Christ their way. And in fact, if they couldn't get Jesus Christ their way, they were going to do everything that they could to stop him. Hurdle after hurdle put in his way. And the Christians, those who follow Jesus Christ, can expect this very same thing in life. There are going to be enough hurdles put in our own way. We don't have to add any ourselves. You see, the Colossians are beginning to, to face this very same thing. One of the things that we see in, in Colossians 2 and as this book unfolds is they, they were facing people who were putting hurdles in the way. They're facing people who are saying that, that Jesus Christ was not enough. That it was Jesus and all of these other things. It was Jesus and something more. They were telling them that, that Jesus, you understand him intellectually, and then that sets the stage for greater mystery. And there's more, there's secret steps and rituals that complete Jesus' work. Now let me remind you this morning, there, there's, no, there's no secret steps. There's no extra things outside of Jesus or without Jesus. 
There's no rituals that help you fit further into Christ Jesus' way. Jesus Christ himself is the revelation of God. The person of Jesus Christ is the mystery of God. There's nothing else. There, there's nothing else to hold on to other than the person of Jesus Christ himself. You see, we, we want to make this life more complicated than it is. We want to make faith more complicated than it is. We, we want to add all of these structures and all of these extra things to make it seem worth all the more. We want to add our bit to it. When we can't even take the baby steps that Jesus has asked us to do. We have dreams of great theological discourses, some brand new vision of revelation or, or learning how to fly or whatever it is. And, and God, God laughs at our miniature minds that can barely grasp the scriptures. You know, this, this, is, this is what you need to, to walk in, in Christ, to walk, to walk with, with Christ. Christ. Life, life is not complex, and, and neither is Christianity. You, you already, already have all the answers. answers. It, all the answers are found in the person of Jesus Christ. If, if only we would but listen and obey. And obey. You know, you know we, we couldn't run the steeplechase chase if we tried. tried. So how about, how about just taking the, the, the next baby step Jesus is asking you to take, stepping forward with you and saying, come with me. And walk, and walk with him in whatever that next step might be. Now, now, I know some of you, because this is what always happens, some of us just, just race ahead anyway. And you're going to take off like you're, you're running the steeplechase, but you're really just in, in the living room of the Lord, right? So you're going to take off like you're running the steeplechase, and you try to jump over the couch like it's the, the final steeplechase pit. And you know, you know what we do? Like, like children, we start to imagine even a little pit of water, there's alligators down there and stuff. And so we're going to jump over that pit and run ahead of Jesus, and he'll be so proud of us. When we, when we get, get ahead of them. And you, and you know, know what inevitably happens, happens to all of our children? Same, same thing happens to us. We, we try to run ahead and get ahead of them. And when and we, we hit, hit the corner of the couch and, and we just collapse into a heap of tears. tears. You, don't you don't make it. Make it. You, you can't make it. it. You can't make it on your own. You know, you know that, that's, that's just inevitable when you, you can barely walk. And when, when you, you collapse, collapse Jesus, Jesus is there, there. In, in you, with, with you, ready, ready to hold you and remind you to come down, down one step at a time. You see, see this, this, this faith is not a race. God's, God's, God's just calling you to, to another step of obedience. Take, take, a, take a baby step, walk into his arms. arms. You know, you know we, we, we can all walk. Uh, about three, three miles, miles an hour. hour. That's, that's about, about what we can do. That's, that's a good, good, good steady, steady pace. pace. You see, see for, for, for all of us in here, here if, if we would but listen to the Lord and walk in the Lord, we, we, we could walk in that pace with Him. We, we stop trying to run the steeplechase. Steeple we, 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 would, we would get off our phones and get out of our distractions. You know, we try to walk with our phones. We, we get, get distracted, distracted and we get slowed and we walk into things. things. He's saying, receive me. Now walk in me. See, one, See, one of the, the difficulties for us here is, is walking in Jesus, in Jesus isn't glamorous. glamorous. It's, it's slow and steady. 
It's, it's a, a slow, slow and steady, steady work upon our heart. heart. It's, it's a, a slow, slow and steady work upon our lives and on our character. character. Jesus takes our little hands at a pace we can sustain. Increasing our faith along the way, growing our knowledge along the way, helping us uh, grow intimate with the scripture as our, as our GPS and our hope and, and our conversation with him. And, and all of that, even in that, even just walking three miles an hour and being grown at a steady pace takes an amazing amount of energy and ability that we take for granted. You know, we, have, we have grand visions of church, or grand visions of who we think God has called us to be. But, but it starts, starts in the baby steps. It starts, starts in these, these small moments of obedience with the Lord where you walk in Him. See, so you start with the, the baby steps. You never get off the ground. Jesus has already given us who He is and His call upon His people. Walking, walking in Jesus is obeying what he's already told us to do. There's, there's nothing more. There's no secret assignment out there for the holiest of people. Some of us are holding out for that. We're holding out for the secret assignment that the holy people get to do. It's all the same for everyone. The message is unchanged. The message is before us already. This is the word of the Lord in the person of Jesus Christ to us. I want you to think back with me through the scriptures. What, what Jesus, Jesus has asked us to do. Because, because as followers, Jesus, followers of Jesus Christ, that's what we're going to commit to do. We're going to commit to do what Jesus has asked us to do in this place. Follow him where he's leading us. What does he tell us as the book of Matthew unfolds? What's the first thing that he calls us to do in his ministry? Matthew 4, 17, the first thing Jesus tells us to do is repent. Be a repentant people. And so, and so we're going to do that. We're going to do that well. And you read through the book of Matthew as it unfolds and the call that he places upon his people gets to the very end. And he, he leaves his disciples and he leaves his church with a great commission in Matthew 28 to, to go and witness and disciple. So you, you have this call upon your life. I've given you the route ahead. Go and do it. And we're, we're working with Christ on what those little baby steps are. And we're going to commit to obey him. Follow him wherever he leads us. So, so when we when we think about that great commission, because we've already we've learned what it means to be a repentant people, and we're going to repent and offer prayers of confession often because we need them often. Then we get we get to the end, the last word Jesus gave us to go witness and disciple. We're we're narrowing in on baby steps for witnessing and what that looks like. So so for us that that begins. And that, and that conversation, conversation with, with the Lord. Lord. It, begins it begins in Scripture, where, where we are on our knees praying for the Lord to show us His way forward. One, One of those ways that we're doing it, we're looking at the story of Zacchaeus, the story of the Ethiopian, and we're praying, God, if you are at work like you say you are, show us these kinds of people that you say you're working on. You say they're out there. You say the, the harvest is plentiful. Show us a, a, a Zacchaeus and an Ethiopian. And when God does, when God answers that prayer and begins to show us, those are like Zacchaeus or like the Ethiopian. We'll initiate a conversation. We'll listen to them. We'll pray for them. We'll share the gospel with them in three circles. All of these kinds of things, just little baby steps. Little baby steps in Christ. 
And some, and some of, of us are still little, little babies sitting, sitting on the floor piddling. You know, you know I, I, I think, and I know this is where I have been too. Where some, some of us, like, like me, have this picture in our, our mind. And we have, we have this picture that, that we're, we're, we're running faster than, than Usain Bolt. Right, right, that, 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 that we, we, can, we can be Usain, Usain Bolt and we're going to run out there and be as fast as anyone has ever been. been. You know, I, you know, I think when we have these sort of pictures of ourselves, ourselves. Jesus, Jesus laughs, holds, holds us by the hand, and he helps, he helps us, us take, take one more little baby step. step. He helps, he helps us, us take, take the next, next step, step forward. forward. That we, that we need to take. Hope, Hope we'll, we'll hear the call of our Lord this morning. Let's, Let's pray, pray together. Father, Father we, we come, come before you, you servants of the Lord, committed, committed to your, your ways and your, your kingdom. kingdom. No, no, we're, we're going to follow you wherever you go. You go. When, when we, we fail, fail, we'll ask for your forgiveness. We'll get, get back, back in line, line with you. Walking, walking in you and in you alone. Lord, we, we, we pray, pray asking for your spirit. spirit. Come and help, help us. us. Open, Open our, our hearts and lives, and lives to your way, way forward. It's in the, in the name, name of Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ we pray. pray. Amen. We're going to have, have our, our time of response now. Everybody, Everybody in here, we ask, ask you to respond to God in some way this morning. There's three ways you can respond down to the bottom of your listening sheet. sheet. Maybe you take one of those and respond to God in that way. Um, Brian and I will be up here in the front. Maybe you'd like to respond to God by praying with us. You can do that or accepting Christ. Joining, joining the church, church. Those, those, those things are available to you now. now. The, the altar is open that we can come, come pray, listen, listen hear, hear the, from, from our Lord. Lord. Come, come and, and do that. that. We can sing, we're going to give, and all of these things we're going to do faithfully as obedient unto the Lord. So if you need to, just remain seated to respond. You're welcome to do that. The rest of us, let us stand and respond to our Lord.
may be seated. Please continue to worship as we do so now through our giving. Let's begin, Let's begin our, our life together. together. It, it is that time of year again. again. We, we have been doing these commitment cards for years now. And, and you, you may recall we added an, an extra one last year. year. These are the, the things, things that we have felt like God has called us to do together, together as a church. church. 
that these, that these are, are our small steps of obedience to the Lord, to the Lord and, how and how we grow together and how we hold each other accountable in our nearness to the Lord. And so every year in October, we do a commitment card campaign to remind one another that we have committed to follow our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So you'll see six things on there that I will attend. I'll be part of Bible study and worship. I'll read weekly. That's our reverse passage. So, so you may not know, know this. We, we have one passage that helps unify the body, where we unify around Scripture, in our, in our Sunday schools, schools, in our worship, on Wednesday night, that we come together and unify around one text. That's our reverse text. So, so this week, week we're in Colossians 2, 1-7. We're going to read that together every week. We're going to pray daily. We will give generously, just as we just did. We're going, We're going to serve, serve enthusiastically and seek out those spirit-filled witness opportunities wherever and however they come. And so, and so pray with us and work, and work through this with us. And you'll, and you'll also notice on the back, you may also fill out your commitment card on the back. Uh, excuse me, on the uh, website that's listed on the back. Now, a few things that we will have life together today... This, this afternoon, afternoon is our next round of area, area fellowships. So we, so we hope you have somewhere that you can go and have church in the city where we have fellowships together in homes all across the city. And we, we celebrate together, we, we worship together, we eat together. It's a, it's a good, good time. You can you register for those online or in Unity Hall. Next week, next Sunday afternoon, we have our church-wide picnic. This, this is, is our just fellowship time, time together. together. It's, a it's a beautiful time. It's a fun time. time. Hopefully, Hopefully, it will be a little bit cooler next week when we, when we do this together. But, but also, please note, for the food and for the meal, you, you need a ticket. A ticket. And you can, can purchase those online or in Unity Hall. Also, so, so the Sunday, Sunday after that. that. So, now so now let's move from October 13th to October 20th. Now, now, on Sunday, Sunday October 20, 20, we will have a Senior Adult Appreciation Lunch. So, I, I guess if you classify yourself as a senior adult, you can go to that. I don't, I don't know what the requirements are there, but you can go to the Senior Adult Lunch. And know this. So, normally, we do this um, away off campus. This year, we're bringing it home. And we're doing it here, and we're doing it in 4th Street Crossing. Now, now there, there's, there's one minor bump there. There's, there's worship, worship in there at 11 o'clock. And, so and so when the Lagos worship is over, we're going to turn that room, and we will have lunch in there together. So, so lunch will be a little bit later. It may be closer to 1 until we have lunch together, but we will have our senior adult appreciation lunch on October 20, so know that's coming. One more thing on that day and that evening is when we're going to have our mission celebration night. Where we're, we're going to celebrate together all the good mission work and mission trips that our church has done in the past year. And this is a new thing for us. I hope you'll come back and be a part of that mission celebration service with us. Uh, one last thing. You see these beautiful flowers that are in front of me. Those are given to the glory of God and in celebration of the 40th wedding anniversary of Robert and Mary Schultz. So we thank God for them. We thank God for their example. Um, you you see, see them today, today tell them you love, love them, and you're grateful for them. We're dismissed, We're dismissed now to go do the good work that God has called us to do. Let us take the name of Jesus with us.
bless you. First Baptist Church has been broadcasting its services of new life and historic faith for 46 years. We would like to ask that you continue to pray with us for this ministry and also for your financial support so that we can continue this ministry for years to come. Thank you.